Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Living with Christ. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. Today we celebrate the good news that Jesus was raised from the dead by God. And to many, this is the holiest day of the year. But some might be asking, why is this such a big deal? And the intrigue, the intrigue could even continue on with questions like, it's impressive that someone could be raised from the dead, but what does it have to do with me? Besides, doesn't the Bible talk about other people who have been raised from the dead as well? These are good questions. Why does it matter to you and me that Jesus Christ has been raised by God? Well, for one thing, it gives him a bit of credibility. There were some pretty amazing statements that were made about Jesus, both by others and by himself. Some said he was the Messiah. In Jewish culture, this Messiah, or anointed one, is the person who was spoken of in ancient times, who is expected to restore the kingdom of Israel and usher in a new universal peace for the world. Now, in the first century, there was a common expectation that the Messiah would be a warrior king who would free the Jews from the Roman occupiers by force. But Jesus didn't fit that description. Rather than incite violence, Jesus promoted peace, teaching his disciples to respond with kindness and compassion rather than hatred. The fact that Jesus was raised from the dead by God gives credibility to the idea that he really was who he said he was, the Messiah. And by the way, the Greek word for Messiah is Christos, which is where we get the word Christ. So referring to Jesus as Christ is acknowledging the claim that he was and is the Messiah. But the credibility offered to Jesus through the resurrection does more than allow him to stake claim to a particular title. It also validates his teachings and promises made while he walked this earth. His teachings on peace, humility, faith, the nature of heaven, the nature of God and how to simply live life are received with greater value when we consider the source. It's like considering the credentials of a teacher or a professor when you sign up for a course. We look at their CV or their curriculum vitae to assess how much we can trust whether what they say is true or not. Well, there is no one else in the history of humanity who has the credentials of being raised from the dead by God. Ah, but you might ask, what about Lazarus? He was raised from the dead. True, but he was raised from the dead by Jesus. Jesus was the only person who was raised by the dead from the dead directly by God. In fact, Jesus is the only person to have been raised from the dead by God and continues to live with God today. One source of evidence for this claim is in the scripture passage that Ed read for us just a few minutes ago. This comes from the Gospel of John. In this passage, 
we see Mary Magdalene visiting the tomb of Jesus early in the morning, before the sun had risen. This was the same Mary who is described in the Gospels as having had seven demons cast out of her, who refused to leave Jesus while he was teaching when her sister Martha tried to get her to perform some house chores, who anointed Jesus' feet with costly perfume, wiping his feet with her hair, with the sister of Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead, and who kept watch at the cross while Jesus was being crucified. This was someone who loved Jesus deeply, very much. When Martha arrived at the tomb, she found the stone that had been used to seal the tomb was moved. Not knowing what to do, she ran back to Peter and the other disciples, telling them that someone had moved or taken the body of Jesus. Peter and one of the other disciples ran to the tomb to see for themselves, and they found the empty tomb. They found the linen wrappings for Jesus's body, but there was no body in the tomb. So they went home. But Mary Magdalene, however, came back to the tomb and simply stood there and wept. She so deeply loved Jesus. At one point she bent over to look into the tomb and see for herself that the tomb was empty and she saw two angels sitting there where Jesus's body had been lying. While explaining to the angels why she was upset, Jesus himself appeared behind her and asked her, why are you weeping? Assuming that he was just a gardener, she asked him to tell where he had put Jesus's body and she would take it and put, it, put his body away. And then he called to her by name, Mary. That was the moment when her eyes were open and she recognized him. She cried out, Rabboni, or teacher in Hebrew. And she must have tried to hug him because he told her that she couldn't touch him because he had not yet ascended to be with God. He instructed her to return to the other disciples and tell them that he was ascending to be with God, his God, their God. So she returned and recounted all that she had seen. Now the different Gospels have different variations of the details of this scene at the tomb. But they all conclude with the message that there is a comment about the eternal nature of Jesus. Not only was he raised by the dead, from the dead by God, but he conquered death itself, living eternally in the presence of God and in our presence as well. Before he returned to God, Scripture tells us that he said he would prepare a room for us in heaven and that we can come to God through him. Because of his willingness to endure crucifixion and resurrection, we are given an opportunity to receive grace and forgiveness for everything and anything that we have done which has pulled us away from God. We can be saved from the pain and loneliness of being separated from God and from death itself if we follow the teachings of Christ and place our trust in God. That's why today is such a big deal. 
Through the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ, grace and salvation have been available to all of us. And even better, Jesus Christ is still available to us here, now, today. Yet the Apostle Paul said in his letter to the church houses in Colossae, when he, we accept Jesus into our lives and choose to follow his teachings, we are essentially being reborn spiritually and raised with Christ. Therefore, our attention should be focused on the spiritual concerns of the heavenly realm rather than the destructive desires of the earthly realm that pull us away from God. Granted, we will still experience temptations and we'll still have difficulties in this life from time to time. But living with the hope of being in the presence, the eternal presence of God, and witnessing Jesus Christ in our midst on a daily basis through the Holy Spirit is immeasurably gratifying. So I invite you today to reflect on the Easter message. Consider what does it mean to be in the presence of the risen Christ? If you've never really thought about it much, about following the teachings of Jesus, I invite you this day, in this moment, as a special invitation to consider learning more about Christ and where Christ can lead you. Jesus calls each of us by name to follow him. But often we might be looking and listening somewhere else. To hear his, his call on us, we have to be listening. And if you're already a devoted follower of Christ, I invite you to enjoy the celebration today and share that joy with all of those who you meet. This is a special day that we acknowledge the immense love that God has shown for us and continues to show us as we celebrate living with Jesus Christ, because the Lord is risen. Christ he is, is risen. risen. Amen. Amen.